Please remain standing if you would as Texi comes to read our scripture. Our scripture is found in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22, as Texi makes her way forward. I do want to remind you that we have a number of volunteers and staff that, um, that go over to the Christ experience. Uh, during my sermon now, uh, they are helping out the, with the music over at the Christ Experience. They did not have any musicians, and so um, our volunteers and staff are so, so very gracious. And so now they are helping them uh, in the beginning of the Christ Experience's worship service. Uh, what a blessing, what a blessing this church is to, to not only the Christ Experience, but so many other folks in our community. And so I just, again, I want to thank them so much. That is um, quite an effort to be able to be able to juggle uh, singing here and leading worship here and then switching back over to the Christ experience, coming back here. Thank you all so much uh, for your incredible help. Our, our, again, uh, Texie is here to, to lead us. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Almighty God, pour out your spirit upon this, your word, and make it be for us the word of life that we might be people of life. Now, God, hide me behind your cross, that your message of love and grace might shine through for the redemption of the world through Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Let me first start off by saying that this is going to be a, a different kind of message uh, than probably what you have heard me preach in my three and a half years here today. However, I believe that this likely will be the most, the most important message that I've preached in my three and a half years as we embark on, I believe, the most critical year in this church's history, or at least recent history. 2021, I believe, is an incredibly, incredibly important year in the life of our church. And so I just wanted to, to get that out of the way. So this is my fourth new year at First Church. My fourth new year. I'm, I've been here for over three and a half years. I, I first want to thank the congregation for assisting me and, and allowing me to, to do ministry here in your midst and to support my uh, to support the, my pastoral leadership during this year of a, of a global pandemic and a year of incredible social upheaval. This has been an incredibly challenging year for the church in America, but for Oklahoma City First Church, it has also been an incredibly challenging year. 
we have been, we have been, I, 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 First Church has been, has been willing to embrace lots of changes, but there's going to be changes still ahead for us. This is not the first time, however, that Oklahoma City First Church has, has been through upheaval. For the past 131, almost now 132 years, this church has stood strong in the heart of a wavering beacon of light to our great city. This pandemic and social upheaval are just the latest in a long line of transitions that we have seen across our, across our city, in our, in our neighborhood, at our state, and our nation. But we are more committed now than ever to remain a steadying influence in our city and never discount the kind of steadying influence Oklahoma City First Church has on our city. At the very heart of our city is our faith community. And at the very center of our faith community, geographically, is Oklahoma City First United Methodist Church. This has been a stabilizing, not just institution, this has been a stabilizing force, this church, for our city for decades upon decades. Again, in the last year, multiple changes have occurred at First Church. We have had transitions into some key staff and volunteer positions. We have made upgrades to our digital presence, and we have transitioned to opening an online campus. So let me just briefly run through some of those things for you, some of the things that we've seen in the past year. We are so excited that we have Jackson Witt on our staff. Jackson has been able to build upon the success of his successor, Ridge Kennedy, and we um, love having, continuing to have Ridge here. And Jackson has been able to build upon Ridge's success. And, and within his first few months, he has expanded our outreach to our youth and to our young adults in the midst of a pandemic. It's absolutely been miraculous, the kind of work that Jackson has been able to do in our, um, among our youth and our young adults. Likewise, Jackson brings significant musical and technological skills that have assisted us tremendously. We have, we have also, in the past year, we have also helped the Christ experience transition to new leadership. We grieve that we, are not, we have not been able to interact with, our, with, the, with the members of the Christ experience after, after they changed their worship time. Now they, their worship service begins now at 1130. But we anticipate we anticipate that we will, we will be able to rebuild those relationships. It's been such a joy for me to work closely with Pastor Joe Sway and Pastor Kevin over the last seven months. And we look forward, we look forward to, again, rebuilding those relationships with the Christ experience in the coming year. Likewise, likewise, in our own church, we are down two staff members from where we were previously. We have not yet replaced the administrative assistant or the director of children's ministries positions, and, and we do not expect to do so at least for a few months, if at all, this calendar year. Regarding the upgrades to our digital, uh, to our digital presence, we have, we have worked hard in, uh, in, in, in building a digital infrastructure that will, that will keep us digitally connected for years to come. 
from the upgrades to our Wi-Fi capabilities. By the way, these are things that none of you have seen, but we have a now more robust Wi-Fi capability to the installation of our new security camera system that has, that has gone, I mean, we are light years ahead of where we were one year ago. To the upgrades in our live stream broadcast capabilities, we have been hard at work at staying connected digitally to our, to our congregation through this season of social distancing. And then finally, launching an online campus within 10 days was a monumental task, and it was, taken, it was carried out primarily by our young staff. Transitioning to a digital bulletin, online giving, live streaming worship, distance officing, and staying connected digitally were transitions made seamlessly by the hard work of staff and volunteers. I can't thank those people enough, our young staff and our volunteers. It was an absolute it was an absolutely monumental task, and they carried it out in 10 days. I can't believe they were able to do it. Our online campus continues to, it continues to worship more than our downtown campus. And, <coughs> excuse me, And we believe that this will be the case at least through the first quarter of 2021. We also anticipate our online campus will be an important part of our church moving forward. We recognize that today there are people who are joining with us online that can't in person because of this pandemic. However, there are other folks who are joining us online instead of in person because they choose to. They are looking for a church home. Maybe they live outside of our area and it simply is too far to travel from Hawaii to downtown Oklahoma City. Yes, we have someone who joins in almost every Sunday from Hawaii. She gets up at 5 a.m. to join with us to worship online with us. This is the new reality, and we anticipate that that's going to be the case moving forward. That's going to be the case moving forward. We have recognized that digital worship is the, is the new front door to our church. No longer is it just our portico doors, or no longer is it just the doors here on Robinson, but instead it is our online congregation. That's the new front door to our church, and we embrace that, and we are committed to that. And although we have experienced multiple changes in the last year, with significantly more to come this year, we know that there are some things that will not change in the life of Oklahoma City First Church. In Oklahoma, at Oklahoma City First Church, we will continue to be committed to the life-transforming gospel of Jesus Christ. That is who we are. We are deeply and solely committed to the life-transforming gospel of Jesus Christ. We want the lost to come to know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord through the ministry of First Church. And that has been our purpose from day one, 130, almost 132 years ago, when those early pioneers started a, started a church right here, right here on the corner of 4th and Robinson. They did so because they knew that there was a lost and dying world that needed to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have unwaveringly been committed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We will continue to be engaged in the power-inducing ministry of the Holy Spirit as well. 
and openness to the ministry, to the movement, and to the work of the Holy Spirit will continue. In fact, in fact, it would not shock me or surprise me. It, 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 really, I'm anticipating that we are going to see more of the work and the power and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in 2021 than First Church has ever seen in its history. I just sense that. God is on the move. Almost every time that revival has come, either to a church or to an area of the world, it has come after a time of social upheaval. It has come after a time, of really a dark time. We are primed and ready for, the, for a new move of the Holy Spirit in our church. There have indeed been changes this year, but there are also changes coming up to Oklahoma City First Church. First, first, we will be faced with the new reality of fewer people. A Barna poll survey that was released two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, revealed what we have seen at First Church and across and and in other churches across our city and across our nation something has changed in our culture over the past 10 months and very likely we are going to have fewer people when we fully open back up than we had before the pandemic and that is across the board in the United States here are the results of that survey that was released just 2 weeks ago they found, this survey found, that 32% of all practicing Christians across America have stopped attending worship altogether. 32% of practicing Christians have stopped attending worship altogether during this pandemic. 20% of practicing Christians have said that they have not attended one single worship service, either online or in person, over the past 10 months. Think about that for a moment. This is not, this is not all Americans. This is practicing Christians, Christians who are actively engaged in their faith, Christians who were regularly attending worship before COVID. 20% have not attended an online or an in-person worship service one single time in the past 10 months. Another 14% have started attending a different church during this global epidemic, and yet another 18% are viewing multiple churches throughout the month. That means that only 53% of practicing Christians are still actively engaged in the church that they were engaged in before COVID. 53%. Very likely, when we open the church back up, whether it's in April or June, I'm not sure which it's going to be. I've been thinking maybe probably June 1st. I'm starting to inch that back just a little bit more. But when we open our church back up, when we are able to have fellowship dinners again, when we are able to have in-person Sunday school, when everyone is back together, I anticipate that we're going to be missing around 20% of our 
of our people who were here before COVID. And by the way, as I said, I'm not just talking about First Church. I'm talking about every church in America. Most experts believe that those 20% who have left the church will never come back. That's what most experts believe. One reason, one reason is that although our culture has historically leaned on the church and relied upon the church during a national crisis, this this crisis is such that the church has been excluded from helping. Now hear me, churches have been in a very difficult position. On the one hand, we have tried to, uh, tried to, to remain open, uh, but on the other hand, we have tried to keep people safe. At First Church, we have, we have, had, we have had people leave our church both because we were too lax on our protocols in their minds, and then we have had people who have left the church because they felt like we were too strict in our protocols in the life of our church. Throughout this pandemic, throughout this pandemic, we, along with every other church, we have had people who have opted to go to other churches solely based upon how or why we had or didn't have events. And again, that's the reality across the country. As our culture has become more extreme, more fractured, and more focused on canceling one another, some people have canceled their faith. Now let me say a couple of things about this new reality of having fewer people engaged in our church. If you are one of those, and I'm, um, maybe I'm speaking to folks who are here or people who are watching online live or after the fact, if you are one of those who has significantly declined your worship attendance or you have dropped out of a small group or you have disengaged from your faith, I challenge you to come back. Come, come back, come back home. Your church family has missed you. The Lord Jesus Christ is waiting on you. Come on back home. Second, I believe that it, this affords us as a church an incredible, an incredible opportunity. If there was ever a time for us to act boldly and courageously, now is the time. If there was ever a time for us to rebuild First Church from the ground up, now is that time. When I first arrived at First Church three and a half years ago, I was challenged by some of the church leadership to begin creating a a new church out of First Church, to rebuild First Church from the ground up. But the reality was that the opposition was to change and that it was so strong, and the trajectory of decline was so strong that few changes were possible without losing more people, and we just simply couldn't afford to lose anyone else. Now, <laughs> the reality is, we've lost people. Whether we changed or not, now is the time for us to act boldly and courageously. Now is the time to make changes, and not just change, but transformation. Did you get that? Now is the time for us not to just change, but for us to experience transformation. Let me briefly talk about the difference between those two words. 
When change occurs in an organization, it means that behaviors are modified. It means that there's some exterior change that takes place. In the church, we talk about change all the time, and change is very, very important. For example, a change that took place three years ago was new decor uh, was put in place in the, in the entrance area and the welcome center. The pictures and the furnishings in that area had not been changed since, the, since this new sanctuary was constructed in 1998. That was a change, an important change that had to take place, but it was only a change. It was simply like a behavior modification. We just simply changed something exterior but when there is true transformation that takes place, it's different. It's not just behaviors that are changed. Transformation is when values and desires are modified. When values and, 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 and desires are modified. So a transformation that might take place in a church is when evangelism, rather than self-preservation, becomes a driving and motivating force. When the desire to see life transformation occur in other new people is stronger than the, than the desire to preserve what we currently have, then transformation takes place. Let me, let me say that again. When the desire to see life transformation occur in new other people is stronger than the desire to preserve what we've always been doing, then true transformation really takes place in the life of a church. But as long as our primary desires and values aren't modified, then transformation cannot take place. Related to this, related to this, this understanding that there will likely be fewer people uh, in our church, we will see our we will see our ministries, our staff, and our mission streamlined and clarified in the coming year. It will be more important now than ever for us to be agile and be willing to change on a moment's notice and respond to the needs and changes in our ministries. We must become more clear in our mission and our values. For far too long, First Church has had a shotgun approach to ministry. We've thrown a whole lot of things out there hoping and praying that something, somewhere, sometime would be fruitful. We now no longer have the energy. We now no longer have the finances. We now no longer have the volunteers or the resources to do things like that. We must become crystal clear in who we are. We must become crystal clear in our vision and our values. And then... Then we will start ministries that go right along with those vision and values. For far too long, we've started things, a whole bunch of things, hoping and praying that one or two maybe just might be fruitful. And even if the ones that are not fruitful, we continue them for years and years and years. We cannot, we must not do that any, any longer. This clarity in our mission and values will be instrumental moving forward for our aging, conservative, mainline denomination, downtown church to survive and thrive. The second thing, the second change that will be coming in this year is we must be willing to embrace and resource our online congregation. 
We must move from viewing our online congregation as necessary yet temporary to viewing it as a vital part of our church for decades to come. Again, whereas some are currently attending worship online because of the pandemic, others are joining because they are searching for a church home. They're searching for a church home. We have multiple people we hear from weekly who live out of the area or do not have a church home who are joining us online. We must see that our online campus is a real church full of real people with real needs and a real desire for community. For that reason, we have upgraded our broadcast cameras and our system. We're developing, a, again, as you've already heard today, a new web, website and app, and we're focusing our so- social media presence. And We're moving from people to simply watching online to engaging with us digitally. Closely associated, we, um, by the way, we, we anticipate that our church meetings, those dreaded church meetings, will primarily take place online. Praise the Lord. Few of us will now have to drive all the way in. Most of us don't live close to the church. Few of us will have to drive in for church meetings. Instead, those meetings will take place online. Another emphasis in the coming year, uh, and, 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 and especially in this season of social distancing, it is more important now than ever to create a sense of community through our church. Last year at this time, we had anticipated that we were going to launch a small group ministry, uh, really a home cell group. We've had that in our history. We were really looking forward to, to around September or so, the beginning of the school year in 2020, we were going to, to launch a, a large campaign that was going to get all of us in small groups and really begin to create community here in our church. Well, then, as I've said a thousand times, well, then COVID happened. <laughs> And that was put on the back burner. What we have found is that we are in a we're in we are in an area of this city that is a that really is a community desert. There is no community here, and I have found that people are so hungry for authentic community, authentic community, authentic friendships, authentic relationships. It's one of the reasons that. The fastest growing area of our church is our young adult ministry because they have authentic community that is forming. Most Sundays, there are anywhere between five and 15 young adults that go and eat eat lunch with one another right after church almost every single Sunday. They are creating community, and as a church, we have to be committed to that. We must create, we must create community. People want to feel connected in this ever-increasingly disconnected culture. Another highlight for the coming year, we must navigate, we are going to be challenged to navigate our changing denominational dynamics. We had expected the United Methodist Church to now be two denominations by now. We were expecting that by May, possibly as late as June of this past year, uh, that we would have been done with the denominational fights but instead, that has been postponed likely two more years. Uh, General Conference is scheduled for uh, spring, or excuse me, fall of 2021. I'm still not convinced that that's going to happen. At the very earliest, it would likely be May of 2022 before anything would be allowed to happen here at Oklahoma City First Church. We're going to have to be patient when it comes to our denominational politics. And finally, 
Finally, our, our ministries to the downtown poor and homeless have certainly changed and will continue to change in the coming year, and we are committed to re-engaging our ministries to our to our uh, to our poor to the poor and our downtown homeless. It has been our experience that having those ministries housed here at First Church has been incredibly disruptive in our quest to reach more families and young adults in the downtown area. Because of the high incidence of mental health issues and substance abuse, it is incredibly difficult to reach both the poor and homeless and working young adults and families at the same time at the same site. We fully expect, we fully expect to re-engage our ministries to the poor and homeless at the end of this pandemic, but we anticipate doing so off-site. It's going to be a change for us at Oklahoma City First Church, being able to do things off-site. We've already begun to uh, engage with some new ministries, very exciting, and some existing ministries. And we anticipate that the, the kind of resources that we offer, the kinds of resources that we have, we've been doing this ministry for a long, long time. We don't feel like we are experts, and we, I don't think that we're experts in any way, but we bring a lot of experience. And we anticipate that when we engage with a new ministry that we anticipate will be starting, and as we partner with some new folks in doing some new things with our, with our ministry to our poor and with the downtown homeless, uh, we'll bring some resources that they desperately, desperately need. I'm really, really excited about when we're going to be re-engaging in those ministries. I'm, I, I think this is likely the most exciting thing that we're going to see in the life of our church in the coming year. Paul says this. Paul says this. We are no longer strangers and aliens, but we are fellow citizens members of a household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophet, Jesus Christ himself being our cornerstone. When we keep Jesus Christ the very cornerstone of our church, the very cornerstone of our faith, oh, the future is bright for our church. The future is bright for Oklahoma City First Church, we are located at a strategic location in our city, and we are positioned to reach our city with the good news of Jesus Christ. As we continue to rely upon the power and the presence and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we will reach the lost in our community with the saving message of the gospel. I look forward to the next year of ministry at Oklahoma City First United Methodist Church. May God grant us grace as we reach out to the least and the last and the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you bow with me? Oh Lord Jesus Christ, you are our cornerstone. This whole structure, this whole thing is being built together growing into a holy temple of yours. In you, in you, O oh Lord, 
We are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the very Holy Spirit. So come, Holy Spirit. Change us, transform us, renew us, refresh us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.